This is Derrick Henry, and you listen to Faith on the Field Show. Welcome to Faith on the Field Show, presented by International Justice Mission. I'm Rob Motti with my beautiful wife, Remy. It is great to be with you on Fox Sports Las Vegas, Angels Radio LA, ESPN Richmond, ESPN Charlotte, ESPN South Jersey, the game Orlando, and 107 Five Alive, along with Real Sports Atlanta. Thank you for tuning into the radio or listening to the podcast. Our guest this week is Hall of Fame safety Brian Dawkins, who we did a beautiful event with yes. last week up north at the Parksburg Point and Octorero High School. And shout out to Dwayne Walton. Fantastic job. Excellent mental health event that was so much needed in that community. So you'll hear part of Doc was on fire. What a great speaker. What a incredible message that he shared for those for it was so many students in in that auditorium about a thousand people, 900 to a thousand people and, and a lot of students in there. And he shared a great message. I had an opportunity to share a little bit and we heard from a lot of people who have so many different resources to offer to everyone who's going through any kind of mental health. And you know, we look at mental health and we've talked about it so often on this show. It's not about something that has to happen to you. That's wrong. I like how Brian talks about cerebral wellness. You know, you you look after your physical well-being, you look after your emotional well-being, your spiritual well-being. And it's something we don't have to wait till something bothers us or something goes wrong to make sure we're always in that, that right frame of mind. So you'll hear a little bit from Brian coming up, but I want to expand a little bit on what I shared then and and have you get involved in the conversation too, because for all of the assets and for all of the resources and for all of the availability of help out there, and I would always encourage, like I said last week, to everyone in the audience, I would always encourage you to seek help, someone to talk to. There's always someone willing to listen to um help you navigate through whatever problem you're going through. We heard from some teen helpline uh, staffers last week, and, and there was so many different ways that you can seek help. You're never alone. Anytime I've needed some kind of help with anything that I've gone through, my number one is Jesus, and my number one is prayer, and my number one is that connection and that relationship with the Lord. It took me a long time to reach that point, to figure that out, to know that like I have this direct pipeline right. to God that I, I can I don't have to be in church to pray. I don't have to get down on my knees to pray. I don't have to be sitting in a pew. I don't have to be in a formal like we can talk to the Lord anywhere, anytime for anything. And he's always willing, as I said to everybody last week, all we have to do is ask. He's there. He wants to help us. All we have to do is ask. So while we find comfort in people because we need people around us and we need those who are equipped clinically to help, the Lord is my number one, and that's what's helped me. Right. And um, you're right. You need to, number one, seek prayer. Like, that's what you need to do. That's what I do. Prayer is the number one. I think number two is if you really need like a, a person face-to-face, don't just go to your best friend or whatever mm. because you never know if this person will just agree with you on everything that you're going through. And by agreeing means, 
oh yeah and you say i'm depressed and you say yeah sure you are depressed let's just add to it get a couple things and then the next thing you know you're more depressed (laughs) yeah next thing you know you're more depressed next thing you know you're just like going down this rabbit hole of like all the negative things are happening because people tend to just agree with us people tend to um like oh you say a negative thing i'm gonna say a negative thing you say it's it's like a game and the next thing you know maybe in a way to make you feel more comfortable like they share their own negative experience oh you're going through that yes so am i right because usually when somebody says i don't feel good and then you say uh i'll cheer up life is great you're basically not seeing the pain in the other person so you sympathize Mm -hmm. by saying oh this also happened to me Mm -hmm. but it doesn't help you if you're like not feeling good or if you really desperately need help, you need to seek either someone that you trust really to just give you the truth, mm-hmm. or you need to seek someone that, uh, like a professional, professional. like yeah. someone. There's no, there's no um, shame in that. No, you can go and they, you can just go, even go to your pastor or someone in your church or someone that you know that's gonna give you. Um, not just an agreeing thing. Oh yeah, I agree with you. Life is hard, whatever, whatever. But they actually give you a solution because they have some sort of solution for you. Mm-hmm. So don't just sit there and cry and be miserable and talk to your bestie and the bestie's not doing anything other than to just add to the misery. Or if you go to them with like a problem about, hey, I have a relationship issue that's causing me mental health. Like sometimes, yeah, friends will pile on to and not see. Oh, I think relationship issues that that to me that's number one. Do not go to, to your friends or family with that. I think you should definitely go to your like a professional or something or a church or a pastor because it's just it's not gonna work. Yeah. It's just not gonna work. It's gonna add to it and it's not gonna work. So actually, number one, if you have a relationship issues, just go to your partner <laughs> because <laughs> believe it or not, he's the only one in that boat rowing with you. <laughs> so if he's out of the boat, no, you cannot replace that yes. person, and that other person you're replacing them with, you cannot row with you. They're just gonna get you out of the boat you're all you're all gonna sink so well this guy ain't gonna be getting in any boats with you at all rowing like I, i'll get in a big ferry boat nah, i'll get into well, i'm just saying the boat well, of life yeah i'm not yeah. getting okay i'm not rowing no paddle boat i'm not doing any yeah, of those little no, tiny dinghies none of those no no yeah, we don't need no dinghies we just need to just keep rowing yeah you know? keep rowing but that's how we've always approached any kind we, of we, we do. communicate communicate yeah. and and for a while early in our relationship sometimes the best form of communication was through text messaging yeah. because if we spoke to each other like it wasn't going to end well yeah so you just communicate yeah. your thoughts and feelings and but texting we, we, is awful, though. We were never, we were never at a letter writing stage. We, I guess, Ooh, we missed texting, that. We, we, we got in beyond that. Our relationship started beyond like yeah. writing. So like you would sit down way back in the day and write right. someone a letter, like way back literally, when. like writing a letter. Wow, I'm showing how how old I am. But yeah, yeah that's you know now you got Don't email. Write me no letters. No, now. I'm not writing you any letters. Um, I got I got nothing I can't say to you. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, my my my, my your handwriting is awful. It, no, my my shoulder. I got shoulder issues from years of throwing baseballs and footballs and lifting mm-hmm. weights that. If I hold a pen or a pencil and write too long, like I, I just can't do it. My hand starts to get numb. So I, I prefer my thumb and, and my texting. What Brian shared last week was so incredible because he told his story of overcoming depression and suicidal thoughts early in his NFL career. And uh, one of the questions that I asked him after he spoke was in regards to how that's just a chapter of our lives and it doesn't have to be the end of our story. Like we can 
recognize that these tough moments, these tough times, our anxiety, our depression, our issues, is a, is a small chapter in our full book of life. And we can seek help and find ways to close that chapter and, and move on to a, a better one. He said during his moments, like he shut himself off from negative influences, right. which I thought was, it's one, it's difficult to do as a young NFL player because in a locker room, you're going to have negative influences. You have other players on the team. Maybe some are inviting you out to uh, the bars, the clubs, or the strip club, or something, right? right. Where you don't want to be as a, as a young, uh, newly married guy with uh, young children, and you don't want that environment. You don't want to be around that. Or he said, like, shutting off music that wasn't worship music. That yes. was the only thing he would listen to. Not watching movies. or He removed himself from all negative influences. And I thought that was pretty fascinating because that's so hard to do. But I, I think that's one way that if we're going through something, especially nowadays, when we look at the world around us and the division and the political strife and all this stuff that's going on, there's not a lot of people pouring love, encouragement, and support into you when you're watching something. It, it, if, it kind of like exacerbates the issue and makes you feel worse. So if we can remove ourselves from negative influences, that's got to be helpful. Now, you, you, I mean, you have a degree in psychology. You worked in the social work field. No, that's These are areas. True. Did you talk about that stuff with some of the, the people that you were helping? Yeah, and I do I do believe what he did was completely right. Like if you want to get your life together, that's what you have to do. Just see what's the problem and cut it off. Cut off the problem. And if uh, music is a problem, cut that off. If you're going to uh if TV triggers you, yes, yeah, shut it shut it off and do something different. And he also mentioned journaling, which is something I love to do. Mm-hmm. You just need to write your feelings down. Sometimes when your feelings get out of your head, things yeah. become clearer. So just write it down write down your feelings and write down everything that you need to to do and write down everything that you are going through and next thing you know you're going to feel lighter Mm. you're just going to feel so much lighter it's amazing Brian pointed to um, 2 Timothy 1.7, a Bible verse we've mentioned often for God did not give us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and the sound mind and I think that's a very important awesome Bible verse to, to keep, to grab hold of. And the other thing that he really wanted to impress upon everybody is I am worth it. How mm-hmm. often did he say that? I am worth it. You are worth it. Whatever the struggle is, whatever you're going through, you're worth it. You are worth it to God. You are worth it to the one who gave his life for you. Up next, you're going to hear from Brian Dawkins. You're listening to Faith on a Field Show presented by International Justice Mission. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action, get information, understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free. This is Dak Prescott, and you're listening to Faith on the Field Show. Back to Faith on the Field show presented by International Justice Mission. I'm Rob Motti with Remy. If you are listening to us for the first time, 
You can go to faithonafieldshow.com and find every episode since we launched in 2017. We're coming up on our five-year anniversary very soon next month. We've had an incredible, awesome lineup of guests. You can listen anytime at your convenience on any of the podcast platforms. You'll hear the full interviews on there. Sometimes they're shortened here for radio. Be sure also to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Faith on the Field. And make sure to tell a friend or two about the show. I want to take a minute to thank our awesome sponsors. Please check them out on our website, International Justice Mission and Heritage's Dairy Stores. If you would like to be a sponsor for our show and help our ministry grow, please reach out to us at team at faithonthefieldshow.com. We have various packages that we can cater specifically to fit your needs. Our goal is to be on a sports radio station in every state. We're in eight states right now, so we got a lot more work to do. If you don't have a business to advertise on, but you want to help the ministry, we do have a donate button on our page right there at faithonafieldshow.com. Our guest this week is Pro Football Hall of Fame safety, former Eagle, he's a legend, former Bronco, Brian Dawkins. Here is part of the conversation from the mental health event that we held at Octorera High School on March 16th. You mentioned the crying season. And so often when we're going through stuff, all kinds of stuff, we think the crying season is going to be the end of our story. But our crying season, right, is the chapter. It's just a chapter. The book is not finished. So when you were in your darkest times, in your darkest hour, how were you able to realize this is just another chapter of the book. It's not over yet. Yeah. And that's the thing. I said that I, I was not then where I am now. I am growing to this, what you see in front of me. How I got through that, to be honest with you, was diving into the Word of God. Anytime I went, when I, when, I, when I went through that dark season of my life, and it was just for a season, I went cold turkey on music. I went cold turkey on Movies. It was. I, I looked at nothing. Pretty much nothing. I say nothing. A lot of the stuff that I used to listen to, I, I would not listen to. It wasn't gospel. It wasn't like jazz. I was not listening to none of them. Movies as well. Like if it was art, I was not looking at any. I went cold turkey because I was like, I gotta do something. And that was the, that. That is what the Holy Spirit was giving me. I That is what the Holy Spirit was giving me. For me to do. I'm not telling you that's your recipe. I'm telling you I had to go cold turkey on a lot of stuff. Because what I was doing is, and which, what, what we don't understand, is that when you constantly are looking at specific things, you are programming yourself. You're being programmed to see things through a different lens, a certain lens, right? That's why the Bible tells us that daily we need to meditate on the Word of God, on its precepts. And every day throughout the day. Matter of fact, the word meditate also comes to murmur. So that means to say that scripture over and over and over to yourself all day long. In, in 1 Thessalonians, the Bible talks about praying without ceasing. So it's really being in a, a, a proper state of mind all day long. So I don't, I don't need a um, a Bible to, to pray. I don't need a church to pray. I don't even need to be on my knees to pray. Amen. I can pray at any other time. My point is, I have to go all in on God. What do you want? Because what I've been doing stinks. It's not working. All the things that I've tried, none of them, none of that junk. 
And because we have mixed company, I won't talk about some of the things that I was using to, to medicate myself, but like all that, none of that stuff is working. I have to go cold turkey and I'm going all in on you. Father, whatever it is you want me to do, I'm going to do. I'm going to start doing these things. I'm going to trust in you. That's what I have to do in my dark, darkest crying season. Amen. And look at him now. That crying season is just, it's, it's only a chance. If you can remember that, if you can take that part with you, it's just a little bit of a chapter of your story, and you can change it. And there's a lot of people out there who are willing to help you change it. And then one other question I want to ask Brian in front of everybody, and it's one that you and I have talked about before, and it's a term that I grew up hearing, you hear it, playing sports, being in the locker room, and it's a term that I think is has such a negative impact on our young men, on our boys as they're growing up, and that term is man up, because we're taught to suck it up, as Brian mentioned earlier. Real men don't cry, they say. I cried earlier today listening to some of the stories that Wayne was sharing. I don't care about any of that like image of this big, tough, macho guy. We have emotions. We can't keep them bottled inside. So tell me how you were able to conquer that, that man-up toughness, that mentality that they want you to be this way, that way, and really you can have those emotions. And you can seek help, and you can seek prayer, and you can seek, as you said, that blessed path. So in that same verse it says, there's a season, so there's a time and place for every matter under the sun. There's a time and place. And so that means that if the way that I grasp that information is there is a time for me. If there's an instant that comes up for me to cry, to show that part of my emotion, there's a time for that. There's other times, no, I do have to suck it up. I do have to deal with things. So if I'm on the playing field or on, on the, in the, during the game and I'm messed up on a plate. I can't cry in this. That's right. I'm sucking up, right? I better go ahead and stay. You better go ahead and stay. Do better the next time. So there's a time and place for these things. To your point, man, I'm trying to choose my words carefully. Our silence is literally hurting us. Our silence, those things that we will not talk to anybody about. Those are the things that have become toxins in our lives, they, and they become toxins in our relationships because we don't talk about those things. Now, I'm not saying you talk about those things specifically with your significant other right on the back. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is individuals that you should talk to about that, whether it be a minister or a counselor in the beginning, you need to talk to somebody about those things because they are affecting you on a daily in your relationship. You don't believe me? Go, go about two months without cleaning up a room and put a whole bunch of food in there. And see, don't the smell in that room begin to leak into the house. It's the same thing with us. When we try to hold that stuff in, it begins to leak into other areas of our lives. So all of a sudden, we, come, we become a little bit more impatient with people. We come through snap at people, right? So we have to deal with the things that become toxic and hurt our family because not only are you hurting your wife, you're hurting your children because you're not as probably patient with them because you won't deal with that thing. So we have to talk about these things. And once again, I'm not trying to tell you to just turn and give all of this to your bride. Please, matter of fact, please don't do that. 
Why don't you live? If it's hard for you to handle and it happened to you, I wouldn't tell everything on your body. Again, I would go to someone, pray about, first of all, pray about who you would be able to talk to. Who is the person that would come to your mind in that prayer that you can have that conversation with? First, first. Brian, thank you so much for the message you shared tonight, for all that you do for the kingdom, man. Because as much as Eagles fans in here, I know there's, so I see all these 20 jerseys, they loved you on the field. What you're doing now is going to leave a bigger legacy than everything that you were able to do out there. And it was enormous as a Hall of Famer. So, hey, can we all thank everybody? sink into you this last thing and this truly is the last thing <laughs> say it with me on one three I am worth it one two three I am worth it amen because you are because you are That's it for this week. Thank you to Brian Dawkins. Thank you to Doug Horton, Pastor Scott Foreman, and everyone on our Faith on a Field Show team. And thank you for listening to Faith on a Field Show, presented by International Justice Mission. For Remy, I'm Rob Motti, reminding you, make a difference. Be a blessing. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action. Get information. Understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free. Hey, this is Rob Motti. If you enjoyed listening to Faith on the Field Show presented by International Justice Mission, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Faith on the Field Show. And be sure to let us know. We love to read your messages. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action, get information, understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free. We have operations all over the world, rescuing people from slavery. Because today there are criminals who abuse children, sell girls. How old is she? 12. 12? How much? 30? Yeah, yeah, I'm happy. And force families into slavery. Criminals prey on the easiest target, the world's poor, because they expect no one to defend them. But today, there are thousands of people gathering to seek justice for those in slavery. We are a group of lawyers, 
counselors, activists, and supporters. We are called International Justice Mission. And together, we form the largest international anti-slavery organization in the world. But slavery won't come to an end until criminals know they can't get away with it. So we partner with local police to arrest and prosecute criminals. This sends a message to slave owners. We will not go away. We stay with the survivors until they are healed, until they are free. Each year, we rescue thousands of slaves and protect millions around the world. We are transforming how justice systems protect their citizens. To those who are still enslaved, we promise to find you. We will get you home to your families so you can have the freedom you deserve.